exaggerated into unnecessary acerbity. His conduct in this regard suggesting that of a drunken man who knows that he is drunk and who now and then makes a brave effort to appear sober. All these things and more indicating some mental strain or some dreadful apprehension or perhaps something worse than either were observed partly by me and partly by an intelligent officer whose watch upon the men had been secured by me. To be more particular, the afflicted man was observed often to start suddenly and in alarm, look quickly round and make some unintelligent monosyllabic answer, seemingly to an inaudible question that no visible person had asked. He acquired the reputation, too, of having taken lately to nightmares, for in the middle of the night he would shriek in the most dreadful fashion, alarming his roommates prodigiously. After these attacks, he would sit up in bed, his ruddy face devoid of colour, his eyes glassy and shining, his breathing broken with gasps, and his body wet with a cold perspiration. Knowledge of these developments and transformations spread throughout the garrison, but the few, mostly women, who dared to express sympathy or suggest a tonic, encountered so violent rebuffs that they blessed heaven for escaping a life from his word volleys. Even the garrison surgeon, who had a kindly manner, and the commanding general, who was constructed on dignified and impressive lines, received little thanks for their solicitude. Clearly the doughty old officer, who had fought like a bulldog in two wars and a hundred battles, was suffering deeply from some undiscoverable malady. The next extraordinary thing which he did was to visit one evening, not so clandestinely as to escape my watch, a spirit medium. Extraordinary, because he had always scoffed at the idea of spirit communications. I saw him as he was leaving the medium's rooms. His face was purple, his eyes were bulging and terrified, and he tottered in his walk. A policeman, seeing his distress, advanced to assist him, whereupon the soldier hoarsely begged, Call a hack. Into it he fell, and asked to be driven to his quarters. I hastily ascended to the medium's rooms, and found her lying unconscious on the floor. Soon, with my aid, she recalled her wits but her conscious state was even more alarming than the other. At first she regarded me with terror and cried, It is horrible for you to hound him so. I assured her that I was hounding no one. Oh, I thought you were the spear. I mean, I... Oh, but he was standing exactly where you are, she exclaimed. I suppose so, I agreed. But you can see that I am not the young man's spirit. However... I am familiar with this whole case, madam, and if I can be of any service in the matter, I should be glad if you would inform me. I am aware that our friend is persecuted by a spirit which visits him frequently, and I am positive that through you it has informed him that the end is not far away, and that our elderly friend's death will assume some terrible form. Is there anything I can do to avert the tragedy? The woman stared at me in a horrified silence. How did you know these things? she gasped. That is immaterial. When will the tragedy occur? Can I prevent it? Yes, yes, she exclaimed. It will happen this very night, but no earthly power can prevent it. She came close to me and looked at me with an expression of the most acute terror.
Merciful God, what will become of me? He is to be murdered, you understand, murdered in cold blood by a spirit, and he knows it, and I know it. If he is spared long enough, he will tell them at the garrison, and they will all think I had something to do with it. Oh, this is terrible, terrible, and yet I dare not say a word in advance. Nobody there would believe in what the spirits say, and they will think I had a hand in the murder. The woman's agony was pitiful. Be assured that he will say nothing about it, I said, and if you keep your tongue from wagging, you need fear nothing. With this, and a few other hurried words of comfort, I soothed her and hastened away, for I had interesting work on hand. It is not often that one may be in at such a murder as that. I ran to the livery stable, secured a swift horse, mounted.